Welcome to the Level Up English podcast, the best place to come to practice the English language, learn about the British accent and culture. With me, your host, Michael Lavers. Hello, everyone. How are you doing today? My name is Michael, and welcome back to the podcast. Glad you could be here as always. I have been trying to record this podcast for ages because I've had the hiccups and I've been waiting for them to disappear. So I think I think we're okay now. I think I can continue. Fingers crossed. Let's see. But yeah, today I'm going to be talking all about speaking. So I'm going to try to give my best advice on what you can do to improve your speaking skills. And at the end of the episode, I'm also going to thank a listener to the podcast and share a nice audio message that they left. And by the way, if you want to support what I'm doing here on the podcast, help kind of keep me going and also get some things in return, such as podcast transcripts and online courses and an online community, then you could consider maybe joining levelupenglish.school, becoming a member at Level Up English. So this is a fairly new project I'm working on, the membership side of Level Up English. There's lots of stuff going on there now. I'm really excited, actually, because... Today is the last day of March 2021, and that means I am much freer than I was before. Before, I was very busy in March working on some projects. Now I have much more free time. So I'm going to be putting a lot more time into my Level Up English website. So that means more live classes, more courses, more English learning resources to help you. So one thing that is coming up soon are group lessons. I have my very first group lesson announced for exclusively for Level Up English members. So if you become a Level 2 member, you can all join the group lessons. And these happen once a month on the website. So if you are already a Level 2 member, this is kind of your... This is just to let you know that if you want to join the group class, it's completely free if you're already a member. Go to levelupenglish.school and click on the group class button and sign up. That would be great to see you there. And if you're not a member, maybe you could consider doing that and then you could join our lessons every month. I really want to take a second to thank the members who have joined. There's been quite a few members joining and engaging in the community, taking the courses and practicing. It's been really great to see the practice you've been doing. So thank you to everyone there. For those of you who don't want to join, that's always fine. This podcast will always be free. Some more free options for you. You could join my email list and then you get a free weekly lesson. And this email list you can sign up to on the homepage of my website, levelupenglish.school. Another thing you could do for free is check out my blog. I've recently added a blog to the website, which anyone can see. I'm going to post some kind of tips and things there in the future. And you can check out the podcast show notes. So some of you might not know this, but every podcast episode, I put quite a lot of time into summarizing my advice. So everything that I'm going to talk about today will be on the website at levelupenglish.school slash podcast 102. So you go to that link, you'll see all of my advice in a summary and you can even comment uh, at the bottom and kind of share your views with us too. So that's all for free. You don't have to be a member to see that stuff. But okay, 
Thank you for sticking with me through that little plug. A plug is like when we kind of advertise something, but it really does help me. So thank you very much. I wanted to make a podcast today, as I said, for people who are looking to improve their speaking skills, but they don't really know where to start. I get so many questions about this. How can I improve my speaking, Michael? I already did one recently on improving your writing skills a couple weeks ago. And I think back in, what was it, episode, let me find it, episode nine, one of the very first episodes, I did one on listening as well, which I might look at again in the future. And I am going to cover the other key skills as well, such as reading and that kind of stuff. But today is all about speaking. And I've done quite a few episodes about speaking practice, language partners, teachers, and so on. But today, I'm going to try to consolidate what I know. So that means put everything in one place and kind of group my advice all in this episode for you. Um, But there will also be some new stuff here as well. I also plan to kind of revisit this topic maybe in a couple months because I have an intention to do a speaking challenge this year. I might wait until May, perhaps. I think May would be a good time. We'll see. I don't want to be too busy. But my plan is to maybe have a speaking practice every day of the week. Maybe apart from Saturday, I don't know. But a little bit of speaking practice every day in Japanese, perhaps language I'm learning, and see how I improve and kind of let you know my uh, results of that experiment. So that would be good to see in the future. But for now, I'm going to give you some ideas as to what you could do. So a few categories here. First of all, practicing with other people. This is obviously the best way that you can practice. The best way that you can improve your speaking is with other people because it's more spontaneous. You don't know what they're going to say. There's an element of listening and replying and you can't take too long to reply Lots of different things that make it harder, but therefore more useful as well. And there's maybe two types of ways you could practice with others. There's a paid way and a free way. So the paid way, or paid ways, first of all, you could consider having individual lessons with an online teacher. Someone like me, you know, it doesn't have to be me, of course, but I love this way. I think having an online teacher is great because you really have the most time of speaking. You know, you don't have to waste time talking in their language or anything like that. And you can do whatever you want. You could talk about whatever you like, whatever you think would be useful for you. You also can get like professional feedback on your language too. So it's not just speaking, but you also get feedback on how you can improve from a teacher. So I think Individual lessons are so, so good if you can spare the money for it. Um, Personally, I don't have too many. My goal is like once a week maybe for paid lessons because you you can't spend too much money on them, right? But maybe twice a week is good for some people too. And I've mentioned it many times in the past, but italki is a great place to find online teachers. And there are many other websites similar as well. The other option for paid are group lessons. And you will know this by now because I talk about these all the time because I've been doing group lessons. 
I think group lessons have many benefits that people don't always see. So first of all, there are some downsides, such as you will have less talking time, right? Because there's more people and that means you cannot talk so much. It doesn't mean you get some listening though, listening is good, but you don't have as much talking time. However, I think the benefits really outweigh the negatives in this case. So one really big benefit I found is you can hear different accents. So in my group lessons, we have students from Russia and Italy, and we've had Japan and Brazil and Argentina and um, you know, all over Europe, so all over the world. So it's really fascinating to hear all these different accents. And it's good practice because in the real world, people have accents, right? You need to get used to hearing them. Another big benefit is they are cheaper. So because there are more students in the class, the teacher can afford to lower the price for everyone. And it's much cheaper for you. So if you're looking to save a bit of money, still have some speaking practice, I think group lessons can be great. And by the way, I do offer group lessons both on my private website, English with Michael, and for Level Up English members. So there's two options for you there. The final benefit, I think, is just they're really fun. You can make friends. A lot of the students in my group classes have been talking outside of the lessons too. It's a great way to make friends and connect with people, especially in these kind of more lonely times, let's say. Okay, and the other category for other people is free, right? Free practice. And the best way to do this is with speaking partners. I've spoke about this before on the podcast, but really the best attitude to have is kind of a mutual benefit. So you really, really cannot find a partner who is going to let you practice English and have nothing in return. You have to respect each other, right? And I know most of you do, but I do get some messages from time to time from you know, people learning a certain language, well, they're learning English, but I'm not learning their language. So, of course, it doesn't really make sense for me to practice with them. So ideally, you want to maybe arrange a time to meet once a week on a regular basis, speak 50% English, and then 50% in the language they are learning, which should be your native language, right? If you want more information on this, go back and listen to a previous episode I did all about language partners, which was episode 60, episode 60. However, don't be tricked into thinking these are free because you are paying, but you're not paying with money, you're paying with time. So for example, I used to have uh, language partner sessions every week on Skype. We would spend 30 minutes talking in Japanese, 30 minutes talking in English. So from my point of view, the 30 minutes in English was kind of wasted time. I know that sounds a bit selfish, but it's not wasted for them, of course, but I'm paying with my time. And if I was working in that time, I could have earned some more money, right? So I am paying because I'm paying with my time. If you think of it that way. So think about what is more important to you, money or time. Think about which one you have more of to spend. So it's not going to be so easy, but think about what is best for you. Another side note here is, should you practice with non-native speakers? 
My answer to this is absolutely yes. I, I think just because you're a native speaker doesn't mean you're going to be a good language partner. I know so many English learners who sound incredibly natural, really, really good English. And to be honest, they know much more about English than most English people because they have that experience learning the language. And a lot of non-native speakers would be much better at explaining things to you than a native person would be just because they have the same perspective as a learner. So they know exactly what you're going through. And that's the thing, even myself as a native speaker, I cannot say I don't know exactly what you're going through. I know what it's like to learn a language, but I don't know what it's like to learn English as a second language. And even if you can find someone, maybe even from your own country who is also learning English, similar level to you, I think that can be a great speaking partner because you can talk to each other, share what you've learned this week. And if you're a similar level, you often like fill in the gaps for each other too. So you might share something they don't know. They might share something you don't know. And it's really good because it's, it's good to learn together. It's good to not feel so alone. Speaking of alone, my next category is practicing alone. So there's only so much time you can spend on talking with people, right? It's hard to get much time of that. You might even be lucky to get one hour a week, right? It's not easy and I understand that. But there are other things you can do. And this is something that I'm going to be trying more in my experiment this year. This is talking to yourself. I'm sure you've heard this before. In other words, you can narrate your life. So if you narrate, narrating is kind of like doing a voiceover. Like if you think of a nature documentary, the voice you hear is a narration. They're talking about what they see. So out loud could be good, but even in your head could be good practice. So, you know, you're going for a walk and you're saying to yourself, okay, I'm walking down the street. I'm seeing these beautiful flowers everywhere. You can even imagine that there's come kind of someone, you know, like the FBI or someone like spying on you, reading your mind and you kind of have to tell them what you're doing in your mind. It might sound a bit crazy, but I think it's a good practice. So imagine you've got an imaginary friend and you want to explain to them what is going on in your life. Okay, I'm washing the dishes, making it squeaky clean, putting this plate on the side, drying this plate, putting it in the cupboard. All these different phrases that, they're everyday phrases, right? And then they're not going to be stuff that you might talk about with a language partner too. It's going to be maybe more useful because it's everyday stuff. And when you come across something you don't know, then you just look it up. I was doing this in Japanese the other day. I was washing the dishes and I was thinking, how do I say kind of rub, like rub the plate or like scrub the plate? You know, we say scrub a dish to make it clean. How do you say scrub? So I had to get my dictionary out on my phone. I looked up the word. I was like, ah, okay. And I practiced again and again out loud. So it's a really, really good thing to do. But yeah, I think you really have to practice a lot more than you think. So people often wonder how they can improve their speaking. And then I ask them, you know, how much speaking are you doing? And it's surprisingly little. It seems quite obvious now, but it took me a long time to realize in my language learning that it's not possible to become an excellent, proficient speaker 
if you study grammar books every night. This is how I spent the first three years of my language learning journey, is just studying books, not speaking. And I was surprised that I couldn't speak, even though it's so obvious to me now why. You know, listening will help to some degree. You know, conversation is 50% listening. But the most important thing is having output. And output means you are practicing the language, you're being creative with the language, you're using what you've learnt in a kind of personal way and expressing that. It's really important to be willing to make mistakes and learn from them. If you don't push yourself out of your comfort zone, you will never grow. So experiment with new structures, new vocabulary, and that is the best way to learn. One idea for speaking, which I have been hearing about recently, is sticking to topics that you enjoy and are familiar with. So if you kind of continuously change topics, then you'll never use the same group of vocabulary long enough to allow it to sink into your memory. So imagine one day you talk about yoga, the next day you're talking about traveling, the next day you're talking about the environment, and you're using different words every day, but then you forget the words you were using with yoga, right? So it's a good idea to maybe get comfortable with a few areas that are useful in your life. You think about your work, your main hobbies, and then gradually expand your circle and move out to other areas. I think this is a good way to learn efficiently as well. Focus on output, as I said, like speaking practice, but also keep reading and listening too, to feed your brain, which is the input. So imagine like a continuous stream of information going into your brain, being processed and then coming out. This is what you want to do when learning a language. You want to have the input going in through reading and listening and the output through speaking and writing. Continuous stream. Another tip, which may be my last one today, is to learn phrases or learn collocations not single words. This will help your speaking speed, your hesitation, and even your pronunciation. This will help a lot. And again, I have a whole episode about this too, which was episode 33. Lots of other episodes to check out today. But yeah, what I mean by this is don't just learn individual words like shower, bath, microphone, bottle, you know, learn a whole phrase, a whole sentence, like take a shower, talk into the microphone, drink from a bottle. Yeah, so learn these phrases and it's much, much easier to remember. Okay, we've reached about 20 minutes. I'm going to try to cut it here. I hope my advice was useful today and I will almost definitely return to this topic later in 2021. But let me know if you have any more ideas and I will also address these as well. I'd love to hear if you have anything that I haven't mentioned yet. Okay, as I said at the beginning, I wanted to thank a listener to the podcast who left an audio message. So this message was left from Elena, and she left a really kind message and also agreed to let me post it on here. So I'll play that now for you. Hello, Michael. I'm Elena from Barcelona. I've been studying English for the last year and a half and I love it. 
I started listening to your podcast during the first lockdown in March and I did like them. So I wanted to congratulate you on your 100 episodes and also thank you for your help. We hope you keep doing this podcast for a long time to come. Bye. Thank you very much, Elena. That was really, really kind of you. I really love hearing these messages. And yeah, I'm really, I really hope that the last year of listening has helped you in some way. Um, it's really cool that you've listened for that long. And yeah, thank you for the 100 episode congratulation too. I will definitely keep going for a long time. I don't plan on stopping this podcast. Yeah, hopefully I'll be going for a long time in the future. And all of your guys' support really does help me keep going. So thank you very much, Elena. And if any of you want to leave a message, it can be a question for the podcast or it can just be, you know, saying hi, whatever you like. If you want your voice heard on the podcast, you can go to levelupenglish.school slash podcast. And there should be a button further down the page where you can leave an audio message. So that would be really cool if you can do that. Usually at the end of the episode, I will read some reviews but I think we've already done enough of that. So maybe I'll save that until next time. So I'm going to simply end with a quote from my Level Up English Instagram page, which I like to do. So today's quote is a simple one from Zig Ziglar. And he said, if you learn from defeat, you haven't really lost. If you learn from defeat, you haven't really lost. What a great quote. So with that, I'll leave it there. Thank you so much for listening today. Thank you for spending this time with me. And I hope you have a fantastic rest of your week. Okay, see you next time. Bye-bye. You have been listening to the Level Up English podcast. If you would like to leave a question to be answered on a future episode, then please go to levelupenglish.school forward slash podcast. That's levelupenglish.school slash podcast. And I'll answer your question on a future episode. Thanks for listening.